I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ian, mm-hmm. um, two things. Firstly, I, I just think, I think. Do you? Yeah, I yeah. think, Sometimes. I think, That's I think. What's the second thing? <laughs> the second thing is, <laughs> second thing is. I think you're one of the nicest people uh, in show business, because that's what I like to call it. I think you are. I think you're one of the nicest people in show business. That's very kind of you to say thank yeah. you. Because you've you're always been so friendly, and you've always been so nice, and I you're friendly like to quite, everyone. I feel like we're quite similar. We're quite similar. We just want people to love us. I feel like <laughs> I, you'd be like me if you were born working class. And you'd be like, like me, me if, if you I had was, a swimming pool. Yeah, exactly. I feel, I mean, even things like we went to a few function things, and we're always in the idiot bit of the queue with, yeah, yeah. who's not brought the pass with them <laughs> but you've never got a ticket to anything I and mean, you've got to say your name and they look down the list to get into the that what happened. that's what happened to us the other night Ian and I we, we bumped into each other at this thing called the Broadcaster Awards and uh, we didn't have our tickets so we and had you to... just thought well they, they'll, this, this is my ticket this <laughs> the money maker <laughs> yeah yeah, this Whereas is I was there going, oh, shit, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just went, Love Island. Yeah. I went, can I get in, please? Yeah. Jamie deliberately doesn't bring his ticket just so that he can have that awkward conversation with Send the, the text. You don't know who I am. <laughs> Send the text. Send the text. But, um, and then we got to the place there and there was like, how many tables were there? There were so many tables. It was ridiculous. I mean, there were hundreds and hundreds of tables. I think that's how they met. I'm guessing that's what, it's one of those events yeah. where they probably nominate more people for awards than they maybe should and allow those tickets, companies to tables. buy tables to come along. <laughs> what, so they've got the most improved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most improved. That is a sign of our yeah. time. And the, the person who was kid. the nicest. Was there most year? improved? No, there no. wasn't. The production company that made the, the most, <laughs> the production company made the most effort this year goes to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they now do at school. ITV studios who bought four tables along with them. <laughs> But the funny thing was, we went to uh, the name list, and I went all the way down the list, and my name wasn't on it. My name was on it. Spence. I was a Spencer Matthews and myself, and we weren't on the list, so we had to just. Walk. I was. Can I just say I was immediately allowed for it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we weren't on the. So Your name was on it. Yeah, yeah. twice. Yeah. Yeah. It was just. It was just in case. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, what, you, Raheem Sterling? That's what they thought. (laughs) (laughs) You don't look like Raheem Sterling. Um, But we couldn't find my names, and so we had to walk around all of the hundreds of tables, hoping someone stopped us and went, oh, you're on our table. And it didn't happen until everyone had sat down, and we just looked at the emptiest table. Didn't that happen at a wedding? You turned up and you weren't on the wedding. Oh, my God. No way. You you didn't show up to a wedding. You weren't invited to. That was the worst. And he wasn't even wearing what you weren't wearing. Wasn't wearing the right. You were wearing stuff. like skinny, oh, skinny jeans. Or what? Something. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing. Again, can I just say that is an absolute? I remember law. My part, my partner invited me to this thing. He said, "Oh, it's quite, it's, it's smart," and it was for. Um, our friend Ewan, who works at Fortnum and Mason's. Oh, McGregor, he's got yeah, it. I knew you yeah. were there, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> he's working. Oh, was it actually Ewan McGregor? No. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> he's working at Fortnum and Mason now. <laughs> Which is actually, anyway, it was an, it, and she said, it's really nice. 
I took that to mean a checkered a button. You say I dressed casually, so I was like jeans and a checkered shirt. Oh, so smart. Jeans and a checkered shirt, and I showed up and. Laura was basically in a ball gown and that's when I knew I fucking oh, no. I have called this horrifically wrong <laughs> so we went to we went to Liberty do you know in Covent Garden yeah, yeah, yeah. got the lift to a floor that nobody knows exists <laughs> with just all these pictures of like Jamie's relatives <laughs> on all <laughs> Like, do you know the ones where they're in like ridiculous like, yeah, like yeah yeah and I just just and it was like they'd had this like they're having this like sushi but they'd flown this guy over from like Japan to have like the best steak and he brought out a black truffle that was like 10 grand it was like great in this truffle and I'm and everyone's in like dinner jackets and penguin suits and all this and I'm just there with like a top man not ironed oh, no. check shirt check, on check with your button done up at the top and just, just thinking that made you look smart yeah, I'd done the extra button yeah yeah, yeah. I was well like, now I'm smart babe babe we'll get a bow tie on the way in <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to part two of Private Parts. We're here with Ian Sterling. God, wait, you were going to tell, wait, you were wait, tell yours was better. Yeah. Than you. um, okay, so I went to we just uh, so I went to a wedding and I was in. So what happened? I love was, that you it's, you're not invited. I went to a wedding. Yeah, so I, I was in South Africa and <laughs> do, you do, any, just, do you do anything nah, in London? Just fly around the world on my jet, <laughs> yeah, just recording podcasts. No, I was in Cape Town and we had a big party one night and. This person said to me, it was like, oh, you should come to my wedding. And lots of my friends were going. So I took that as Bible. Uh, and I was like, oh, great. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do be it. there. I'll be there. And, <laughs> and then my friend messaged me saying, oh, the, today's the wedding. And I was like, oh, God, I completely forgot. So I didn't have any clothes. So I, I had to wear skinny jeans with loafers and like a shirt and like a black down and get like some crappy bow ties. I wasn't even anything. I missed the, the chapel service because I was too late because it was all the way in Norfolk. Um, and actually I got Norwich and Norfolk no, in South Africa. Yeah, no, no, right. no, we, we're, we're, no, sorry, we're back in, <laughs> no, we're back in, we're, no, we're back in the UK now. Where's the UK now? Oh, they invited you in, so they invited you on a drunken night out in South Africa. In South Africa. And then we came back to England, so it was a Christmas wedding and it was all, the, and I went to, so it, was immediately, it wasn't like you, the next again day. No, it was like two months later. Oh, okay. Uh, so then I, I and went, they, just to be clear, sorry. And in that two months, at no point you've texted them going, look, no, I definitely. I, you, you just assume. I was like, of course they'll want me there. <laughs> of course, not what, even what, like a, like they've not sent you a wedding list or like. Well, their their friends like the cousin and the brother like had sent me messages saying stuff. So I thought it was still on, and I just didn't really. And apparently, the wedding's still on. Yeah. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are they, still, are they still getting married? Yes. Well, that must be because they want me along. Anyway, they must be holding their shit together so that I come. I turned up. I turned up. I firstly went to. Norwich train station, which I thought was Norfolk, where the wedding was. Which I thought it was in Norfolk, oh but I went God. to the wrong train station. Oh, you went to Norwich as a Norfolk. into Norfolk train station, whatever it is, and um, that happened. So I then had to get a forty-five minute taxi all the way there. Got to well, you didn't know you didn't have to. You could have got another train. Like, you no, know, there were yeah. Like hey, listen, it's <laughs> not ruining a good story. Norwich is in Norfolk. It is yeah. in Norfolk, but there's a further one up. Anyway, so carry it. Sorry, I will stop talking. So then I got to the wedding and we got to the dinner. And I walked in, I was like, hello, everyone. They're like, oh, hi. And people were looking a bit surprised that I was there, but I thought, whatever. Just thought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some people yeah, like yeah. the bride. Yes, I am from the telly. <laughs> <laughs> you, thought, you thought they thought, oh, my God, there's a celebrity here. <laughs> when actually they're all thinking, there's a madman in jeans here. <laughs> 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 I 
And I went and I was like talking to my and friend. And were they all in like morning dress? Yeah, they were in morning suits, yeah. And ball gowns. And I was wearing skinny jeans. And I was like, this is, I've really <gasps> fucking underplayed this as well. And I went up to the list of all the names on the oh tables. God. And I wasn't on any table. And I was like, hang on a second. I'm all the way in Norfolk. <laughs> like It's like in the middle of nowhere. So you had to scoop people up. I couldn't find the name tag anywhere. There was no, so you were, your name wasn't on the t- list of tables. There was, there was yeah. no list of tables. I, was and like, you don't, oh. I guess you don't know anyone particularly well. At this point. I, I knew a few people, but not many that well. And <laughs> not I was well like, enough to go, I, my <laughs> name's not there, can no, you ask? No, not, not well enough to go, I'm so sorry, I took your invite as Bible, and I'm now here, and I have nowhere to go, so can I please just join in? <laughs> I love that you said, you know no one well enough to say, I'm so sorry, I took your word as my Bible, meaning I didn't know the groom well enough. Yeah, yeah so they had to... They went. Oh, they they felt as in. No, what, what, what do you mean? They, you've not. What, what have you done? This is so the then her brother. What you done. Her brother came over to me and I said, "I'm not on the list." And they said, "Oh my God, you're not on the list." Well, I don't know what's happened. And I was taken over to the bride, and you know, it's her special day. She doesn't want to have to deal with pulling people out. And she said, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. We must have forgotten that you were coming. Don't worry, we'll squeeze you up." So they had to push uh, the um, four gold rings in you know, a four uh, what, five the- gold rings that table. They had to scooch it up. Oh, the ushers? No, not the ushers. We had to move everyone up, so I had to sit on the end, and it was just... it was the Also, most the people thing. on that table know for a fact they were the, and, the worst yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. That's then, the worst table. But then what was even worse is then I had to find a place to stay afterwards, because I had no oh one to stay. What do you mean? That's not their fault. What did you think? Yeah. What? They were going to... They had put you... They fucking give you accommodation. I, <laughs> like you, were doing, you thought you were doing a PA at their wedding. <laughs> Yeah, what? what? So what? Like an yeah. hour? I just yeah. want like, so to. Someone like a DJ for an hour. I went up. I went up, the to the, I went up to the bride there. I said, "Can I just get my two grand now?" Yeah. <laughs> Look, we, you said no photos after ten. We discussed this. It's one four, then they move on. We've already talked about this. Now, where's my room? <laughs> Yeah. What, right. so what, where, where did you think you were going to stay? I thought we were in like a village. I thought I could get a taxi. I just didn't really think it through because the organisation school. So Sounds then, like you didn't think it through. So then everyone was like, oh, everyone. So at the end of the night, everyone was like, oh, we're going back to ours. And I went, oh, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> and I just followed a group back to their house and fell asleep on the sofa in, the, in their house. Yeah. Mm. And what did they think about that? Uh, well, they were like fine with it. They didn't care. But that was, yeah. yeah, that's what happened. It was really intense. Did you know them before you slept on the sofa? I knew a few of them, yeah, so that's actually right. Uh, but what about you? So do you now live with your girlfriend? Y- yes. Yes? Yes. <laughs> yes? Yes. Is that a new thing that's happened? Yeah, fairly. Okay, well, how I do you feel about it? I lived on my own for it, like, forever. Mm. So that's a huge what, step, while, right? While you were together there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when I was single. So it was a huge step, right, to suddenly go, right, yeah, I'm going to share... Mad, Something. Do you live with your partner? No, I did with my last partner and it was a disaster. Does, yeah, it was I, like, that's what I worry about because I'm like you. Like yeah. I've shown up to like stag do's and like been like, where are we all staying tonight? And everyone's like, in the Airbnb. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are you staying? And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Wait, why has no one booked me a place to stay? Why, why have you organised this without me? <laughs> oh, I've done, I have literally been at a stag do in a nightclub with two girls who were behind the bar who said I could stay there till like while they were mopping up <laughs> because I've got to stag do I'll tell you this story very quickly so I was doing a stag do it was a friend in Brighton but I was filming in Glasgow so it was the whole weekend 
And um, I was I couldn't make the wedding, so I really wanted to make sure I made this the stag do right. So it was a whole weekend thing, and I was filming in Glasgow. So on the Sunday night, that was the only night I could make it. And I filmed. It was this kids' TV show that I filmed, and when we got to the airport, and I was like, "It's a stag do. They're going to be absolutely hammered." So like drinking straight away, drinking. So you're going and fully I'm on, loaded. Like, I'm doing that. I'm like, but I'm like on Instagram. Like this is Operation Make the Stag Do. I'm getting drinks. We get. I'm like, I'm making the stag do. And then we um, everyone so then, Yeah, and then I'm like on, and then I'm like drunk on a plane, going, "Hey everyone, I'm going to my friend's stag do." And it's like Sunday night. Everyone's like in Glasgow to London. So everyone's like, "We're just trying to get home." Yeah. And I'm like going to the the this air uh, stewardess. Hello. I'm honestly, I'm like that. Hi everyone. I'm off to a stag do. And then I get to give them like three whiskeys instead of like one. I'm like yeah. hammered. Then first thing, it was in Brighton. I think Brighton's really near like Luton or Gatwick or something. Probably. Yeah, I obviously went to like Heathrow. <laughs> so now I'm like, I'm in London. And then they were like, you need to, um, I need to get to Brighton. But the trains weren't working. So I got in a black cab oh, no. from Heathrow to Brighton. It oh cost my God. About Two hundred quid, or no, two hundred pounds. Yes, more if you like. Two hundred quid. Like, I, I, it, by the time I got to Brighton, all the money from that TV show in Glasgow was <laughs> gone. Like, every last penny of it. I'm like eighty quid in debt from this filming day. I show up. My mate, who stagged it was, is sort of like just like watching like musical. He used to like musical theatre and stuff. So he's just like with his mates. They're all chilled. They've been at the night before. They just like played foot golf and like done a bit foot of golf. foot golf like just sport and then like listen to some music and like yeah, chilled out what is foot golf you play golf but with a football and you kick it about oh. I don't really know I thought it's it was like you, you play golf with your foot yeah, that's it what is, I thought. yeah it is golf but with, with I thought with a golf ball but with yeah, a football yeah. with a football because oh. a golf ball would be is this a Scottish a, thing no it's in Brighton we're in Brighton remember oh, right, okay, and it's yeah. cost I mean if it was a Scottish thing I would have saved a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> so then I shot hammer but they're like not really been drinking so oh, I really loaded. I'm like, I made a start there, and they're like, "Oh hey man, so like, oh how's the divorce?" I'm like, oh hey Ian, and I'm like, Bruh. so then we, but then a lot of them, the only thing they've not planned, they've got this whole amazing thing is they haven't planned an evening thing, mm. and we're like, I'm like, an evening in Brighton as a stag do. Must like, be easy. And none of them, have, but then they don't let big groups of guys in. And uh, a lot of them hadn't brought ID. Like, I'm 40, I won't need it. And I'm like, if you're in Brighton and you're a group of lads and you're drunk, they're just going to not let you in. Yeah. So we eventually find this horrific bar, like the only place that will have us. Then we, they're till about f- half two in the morning. Then that's the thing I was saying. Then they all go, right, I think we're going to call it a night. And I'm ruined. And <laughs> I'm ruined. ruined. You're I'm ru- ruined. I'm ruined. Brighton. I'm ruined. I'm like, uh, where are we going? And they were like, well, we're going to go to our Airbnb. And I was like, cool, <laughs> let's do that. And they were like, no, no, we text you about the Airbnb and you just never replied. Oh, no. And then you weren't here for the Friday, Saturday, so we assumed you weren't at the stag do. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they left. So oh, I went no. back into the bar, like, hammered. <laughs> and then these, guys, these two girls walked by in the bar were like, you can, like, stay like the first train's like half six. Oh my god you can oh just god. stay here so I sat in a bar and I remember someone had 
ordered a blue wicked and changed their mind so that it was like they could, didn't have to cash it through so I sat with the blue wicked well two girls what's a blue wicked a WKD oh oh wait, WKD. WKD oh I didn't know I didn't, I've never heard it maybe wicked. not maybe I've just done that now in my mind WKD I know yeah so I'm just sipping this blue WKD while two girls clean up blue off. wicked <laughs> And then I walked to Brighton train station and I, sat there for like an oh hour no. and a half. But I had exactly the same. I remember I went to a party when I was 16 years old and afterwards I, I used to date the girl and her boyfriend really hated me. So everyone went back, we're in the middle of nowhere, everyone went back to her house and she said, you can't come with us. And I went, what? 16 years old. So me and Toby Ugansanya, who is my friend, he was actually a quad, he's one of four. They all look exactly yeah. the same. They were like they're two girls and two guys, and they all look exactly the same. Four babies in one. Four time. babies in one go, Jeez. and we, we went and sat uh, in a field and fell asleep in the field with our, our jackets over us. And we got woken up in the farmer in the morning who chased us out of the field. He chased you out. Yeah, and that's how you got out. woken up. That's how I got woken up. But this farmer. Go home. Or was it too far away from? Too home? far away. We were sixteen years old. We had nothing to do. You know, but also in you know the one thing we haven't touched on, which is so important, which is I suppose which. You know, most people in the country will know you for is yes, Love Island, Love, I- Love yeah. Island. But does it? Because this is a right Love Island. We all know it. We've all you know heard of it. If you haven't heard of it, you've disappeared from somewhere. But it is been living under a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you've makes sense. I love that's my new phrase. I love that you've disappeared from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, where have you disappeared from? But when they when they first came to you with it, when they first came to you with it, um, ITV and said, "We want you to do the voiceover work for this new yeah. show, Love Island. It's coming back. We're doing a remake of it." Yeah. Did you have any idea how popular it was going to be? What it was going to be like? Well, how- I was like, no. I said no. You said no at the beginning. Yeah. Why? Well, maybe not outright no, but I was like, I remember, and this sounds so silly now, because it's June, July. It's really near the Edinburgh Festival, and oh, I was really? like. I'll have too well, much. I, I'll, I'll not be able to make my yeah. show. And then it was, uh, I live. I used to live with a comedian called Phil Wang. Very funny man. Oh, yeah, it was I eventually Phil Wang. Wang that went, I never thought of this way. He's like, you do the Edinburgh Festival to get jobs like this. Yeah. Like, if you're not doing jobs like this for the Edinburgh Festival, that is the wrong way around to yeah, yeah, go yeah. about it. That's so true. But also you're worried, aren't you? Because you're like, I don't, I'm not really a huge, well, I am now, but I wasn't then a huge like reality TV fan. And as a comedian, not you connect, so you now, connect yourself with that. You I, feel like it could tarnish you. Yeah. It could. And it absolutely could have done. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? But I think there's been a lot of change in that with like Joel going into the jungle and uh, Love Island and like um, Rob doing like Celebs Go Dating and Joe doing like... Yeah, but uh, I think you were the person to probably... You were actually probably the leader of that, taking that leap. Because it's so true. Listen, you know, you know, France and I done reality. We know what reality TV does to your own brand. Taking that leap is a scary one because you, you know... It's, it's one of those things where you could be tarnished, for sure. You're- if it had, my thinking was doing the voiceover was, if this is terrible, no one needs to know that I've done it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do people recognize you facially or recognize your voice more? It's, I think the voice things happened more now. I definitely get that when I... 
it's so weird. It's a weird thing to my be recognised for your it, voice. It yeah. happened. Me and my sister know that new sort of cool thing where they've sort of mini little mini golf. Foot golf. Foot golf. I love I love variants of golf. I just realised that. All, every single one of my stories is like, it's like golf but in space. I was playing golf in space and then, no, it was like we're doing this little pitch and putt thing. Back in Edinburgh and I was speaking to my sister and yeah, the girl that worked there, I was like, oh, can I have a beer please? They were like, oh my God, have you, and even my own sister's like, it's so weird. Yeah. So she said, "Oh my God, are you the are you Love Island guy?" Love yeah. Island guy. Because I've I've on the phone to like my bank, someone recognised my voice, but probably also I my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking at all of your details. <laughs> uh, my name is Francis. No, it's not my bank. No, it was like my like uh, electricity, whatever. So, yeah, uh, someone, so yeah. someone random was like, "Oh, you you sound familiar." Yeah, they do. Right? People must ask you, "Can you record this message for my like ringtone or record for like oh, a wake up That's call? a great idea. Can you record I my mean, voicemail? I mean, I've actually could do that. I've got. I've yeah. got I need to get it all set up in my house so I can just <laughs> do all these messages for money. People do ask that because the one thing I'll get is. Because I don't mind getting a photo or something, but sometimes I'll be like on the tube and someone will be like, yeah. oh, can you say it? Uh, and I'm like, obviously I'm not going to do that because yeah. we're on so a So what tube. do you do? So you say, I'm not doing that and you're standing awkwardly I'll go, I'll next get to a photo. I'll, go, I'll have a photo, but I'm not like shouting like, send yeah. the text. John's getting married, didn't matter. It's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you did. Is, it, is it awkward you saying, look, no, I'm not. But then sometimes I will like maybe, but it's just, it blow, what blows my mind is, I don't know if you've heard this, is like, when people get annoyed at you for like not people yeah, like, yeah. like rude and I'm like well you just sort of came up to me yeah. on yeah, public exactly. transport and demanded, feel... demanded I do my job has now voiceover work become one of your because you, you do incredible stand up and you are so your stand up is so funny thank you it, dude, it, it's freaking and, and every you, your tour was pretty much sold out wasn't yeah, it, it, was, it was, it, yeah some of it was so, so, yeah <laughs> yeah it was all I'm sold trying out. to learn to accept compliments it's such a British thing yeah, yeah. Like, we can't yeah. So, so, not so, the tour was absolutely dog shit <laughs> I don't know why I will feel like they need to say that so so what, what's great actually for you is that probably a lot of people have, have you know discovered you from Lava Island, yes, and then have said, "Oh, who is doing this voice?" Then, and then basically found your stand-up, uh-huh. and then you know, you know, that's how they've kind of. I think that's nice. I think that's the sort of thing is like you almost feel like some people build up an audience. I feel like I've been given an audience, and now I slowly whittle them down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you really refine the yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I mean, I'm, some like, of you my, will last. Yeah, you can, you, you're like the Marines. Sometimes, like when I done, I used to find that when I done kids, like when I, I still do kids TV. When I done, you do, you do uh, my dad, my dog, my dog, it, dog, dog, my homework. Yeah, um, but when I done like full full time kids TV, and I done stand up, and my stand up's obviously rude, rude in kids TV. I would find this thing where like. I, it was really funny where like a teenage girl would like her big her big brother would have to bring her to the gig because like she, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean she's 16 so she's something and it'd be that really funny moment when I started where she would be like oh why is that sweaty weird man and then the brother would be like I thought this was going to be shit but this guy's mental <laughs> So you've done your So I'm like, I'm, fu- I'm, I'm, I'm fucking and I'm, I'm, I'm wanking and I'm, I can't remember my childhood. And the, the girl's like, this is not what I was expecting. And I just see this like 18 year old bloke like, fucking hell, this is brilliant. <laughs> so I find that happens sometimes. But, but does that, so do you have a, do you think you have a sort of psychological complex sometimes where you're meant to be, you're meant to be sort of, 
on television you're very sort of family orientated where you're the voice of Love Island and you do my dad I wouldn't say that's, I wouldn't say that's family orientated I know, I know what you do mean do you know what I, I mean? mean it's in a sort of like it's a mass appeal entertainment yeah. but, but, huge but, exposure yeah. yeah but perhaps you've actually done it the best way around where in fact you've got that kind of mass kind of like appreciation from sort of family vibe but then also you your stand up is very much centred towards yeah. sort of a different demographic but also you can kind of you can very much get your personality and your your humour into yeah, your commentary. De- yeah, which- I think definitely Love Island now is from like you listen to series one to series four, like you can tell that like they trust us to do the jokes ourselves and yeah. there's more of my voice in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so how does it work? Do you do you sort of you get sent the episode? Because it must be We're a quick, in Spain. Yeah, right yeah. I went out and saw Ian out there. So I was doing uh the After uh, Sun. After Sun, which is the sort of extra factor to X Factor. And you go out there, it is a huge set, as you can imagine. There are caravans everywhere. And Ian sits in a caravan in the dark for about four months, whatever it is, just doing yeah. it. Two really? months, yeah. It's just wow. in a little booth that they've made, like MDMF. But and then, and then for the rest of the time, you're basically just hanging out on the beach. But yeah, but I mean, six time. days a week we're working. Yeah, it's kind of non-stop, I suppose. Yeah, one day a week I go, I get a boat. What, one do, day a week. And do what with the boat? Just go off and do, on my This own. is your boat. Do you go fishing? Day. Do you go fishing on the boat? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to do that next time. I'll just, it's the Deep sea solitude. Well, I thought, but I seem to remember that you told me once that you, were, you like fishing. Is that wrong? Not Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for a split second, I thought I'd, but no, I've never said that out loud in my entire you life. Not say that to me. No, I think who, that maybe might, you're thinking of someone else. Who and else? It, who else? Do you know, it's Scottish. I don't know. I just thought. Who else? Do you know, know it's Scottish. My family, they're Scottish. They like fishing. Um, <laughs> but I. But it's interesting, you know, because you then you, you do your love island stuff, you come back and you get your audience there, which is amazing. And I think that's what happened with Francis and I, and what a lot of people, what, what a lot of comedians strive for, right, is to gain an audience. Um, but what is incredibly lucky is that you know so I did my first stand-up gig the other day and you even though that was sort of done for me we already have an audience which is a really valuable I, I, thing I suppose you've got to go the other way as well I got lucky in that when Love Island happened and I went from doing like on my tour this that, sh- that finished at Christmas last year I done you know I done a 50-seater room in Brighton mm. and the Apollo how much of Apollo wow. yeah. like because the tour evolved that much with you the saw, pop- did you sell out the Apollo yeah I got there I got Dude, there there about like three and a half thousand but like, people but like the thing about that is it's more just the mad idea of like that's how the, 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 the speed difference with was. which it but like, the difference is when that all happened I had 10 years of stand up and I'd done 6 Edinburgh shows I'd 6 so hours huge, of material huge arsenal of material whereas it must be hard for you guys starting out because you've got this weird responsibility now where if you wanted to you two could probably do a stand-up yeah, show and do 40 minutes each and sell tons of tickets but it might but not, yeah, be not be not, the quality it's, 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 exactly yeah. so, so that's the thing it just it's it's and that's why i kind of i kept went kept it under the radar for quite a long time yeah. so i just wanted to like kind of hone my material in, yeah in, in, in and that's how you know you're in it for the long like a lot of people yeah, in i was position. the opposite yeah no. I, I, I was really oh yeah no, no. You're i was really the comedy store <laughs> everyone knows about it with jack whitehall yeah. <laughs> but it was it was an insane experience and it was for bernardo's which is an incredible charity and tom lucy who's friends with all of us um organized the event and he came on the podcast and asked me if i wanted to do it and i said yeah let's do it and live up to it but i think it's one of those it is one of those times in your life that you kind of just get 
you, you sort of almost get pushed towards and you go, oh, I'll just do it. Why yeah. not? I'll give it a go. But it, I now feel like how, you know, Francis, you feel and in how you feel, God, the buzz of it is incredible. But, and then, but, then, it gets, but then the lows of it are fucking grim. And the weird, <laughs> the weird thing about it is when you first start properly touring, but say you're on your own because you don't, you know, you get like 50 people in a room and you, that'll pay your petrol or whatever. The mad thing is to go from you do a gig to like say 100 people and it goes really well for like an hour and a half and you're like buzzing. Then you just get in a car and drive four hours home. Like it's yeah, weird. Yeah. Like you're on yeah. your own all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, I, because I, I, I live out in Wiltshire, so I do yeah. do a lot of gigs in London, then drive back to Wiltshire. So and obviously you can't often, even have like a drink often after. on my own. Often on my own. Yeah, I mean, uh, and so I'm I'm just driving like buzzing or in like total like oh like kicking myself because I. Well, that's but so, so, so it's like very much like it's the highs and lows. Like you either you either feel amazing or you feel like so angry at yourself for like yeah. fucking but, something. But up that's or, you know that's why the stereotypical comedian they always talk about. You know they have a lot of it's, it's sort of depression things like that. It's because you have those highs and lows yeah. mixing in with your industry, and so and you're very much sort of happy on how you are received, right? Which yeah. is a kind of on your own validation, which is a tricky thing. Well, it's also like, as a stand-up, you're like a actor or something, or a, a sketch show or doing improv, you've got other people, or you've, you've got a script, or the, this plays shit, whatever. If you're a stand-up comedian, it doesn't go well. You're like, oh, they didn't like yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried my best, and they didn't like it. Yeah. But it was, I mean, I, I just decided to go up there and just talk about sex and just talk about the fact that it was my first time ever doing stand-up comedy and so like, for so, example the thing that blew my mind is when you knew as well you'll have done like some one-liners or whatever and i'm like you showed up to a wedding that you weren't invited to and that wasn't the first thing you'd done a stand-up but it, it was an amazing buzz it was really interesting it was incredible and i just think it I, i've never had in my life i don't think apart from when france and we did our tour but we did it with each other where you and you've Ian, had this for 10 years you know where you've Done it. You can see it on the when you go to Edinburgh, which I found so amazing. You watch people win the awards. Yeah. You realise how much it means to them because it's it's just you. Yeah. It's it's like when tennis players win Wimbledon or whatever. You know, it, it's just them doing yeah. it. So it's all your writing. It's all your effort. It's all you up there. There's no one else. Like there's no one coaching you through yeah. well, it. I think like it is quite. It's an empowering thing because it's you know you're writing, performing, directing your. Yeah. performance creating and refining your act so it is a personal thing to like you know get there's a lovely that. immediacy to it yeah. as well the feedback and and it's not like imagine so like um you know imagine if you had a a product like sort of a, a consumer good where you could get immediate feedback from every customer every time you sold it you know yeah, that's know, what yeah. that's, that's what i feel like co comedy is is that because you're getting that immediate feedback so you can slowly refine it over over also it's like you can if i said so if I said something funny on this podcast, I could then tonight just walk yeah. up to a pub somewhere and be like, yeah, I'll give that a go again in front of an audience. I, I love yeah. that. I've always had that thing about, I like things that don't require any like set, anything that involves yeah. any set up and messing about. I'm not interested in it. Just turn up. No, yeah. Because cool. like, again, maybe Tyson's like, oh, like lack of, yeah, <laughs> or lack of organisation. I would just show up without anything that I needed. Like I have like gone to like a, vi like, a concert and been like, shit, my I've not bought the violin. But, yeah. it, but it's so I, I think the, the 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 naivety in things is actually your strongest weapon right yeah. you know I was practicing on a sky remote control in my flat thinking this is alright but then you went into comedy club didn't realise there's 450 people there had no idea what I was doing but that naivety actually gets you through it because you almost sort of fumble your way through it yeah slightly. I couldn't do I don't think I could start stand up now that's why I'm, I admire you guys why though why, why? because so I was 19 I was like I didn't I just done it 
Well, that's what I mean, right? Yeah. I was like, I just went up. Yeah, I've not got, I've got that horrible, I'm aware, too aware now of what other people think. And I'd be like, oh God. And it, even like, even now if I'm doing, I hate doing new material nights because there's, uh, normally there's other comedians in the yeah. room and I just literally feel like I'm doing a gig to I, three I, comedians. I did, I did a new material night on Monday and it was, <clears throat> I think 20 people, pretty much all comedians. Yeah, it's <laughs> horrible. It was, oh, that's horrendous because they're all judging you on well, yeah, like your timing. I, yeah, you feel you like, they probably, they probably couldn't give a fuck, but no, in no, your head yeah. you're like, no, no. oh, they all definitely think I'm shit and that's gonna, they're gonna tell everyone and everyone's gonna oh, think Oh, that I'm would shit. suck. And I did an entire, like, I, I, I forced myself, because I, I forced myself to just do an entire new five minutes of like, n just completely new material. And uh, some of it worked, but it's definitely like, I think you need to test it in front of, People, people, people who are comedians. Comedians <laughs> are not the sort of yeah. people to test material. Yeah, don't do your material on comedians. Uh, right, Francis, on that note, we need to have the answer to the question of the week. This is, this is an interesting one. The question was, if you remember... I don't think me or Jamie remember the what? question. Well, how was sucralose? Oh, sucralose. Sucralose, yeah. yeah. And uh, you both said... You <laughs> Same said thing. Ian's answer. <laughs> <laughs> It was a laxative. Yeah. They tried it in a liquid and they found that it yeah, sweetened that was the my liquid. Answer too. So do you know what? You're not completely wrong. Oh, Ian Sterling. But not right. You're completely wrong because you just told his answer. Okay. Well, KK, but, um, what's the, what is the uh, answer? Okay. So, so they were doing a medical trial. Oh. And, and the guy came in, uh, one of the test subjects, thought that he was doing a taste test and so drank the thing that was meant to be injected into him. Oh, right. And said, oh, that's really sweet. Are you serious? Yeah. I love that. And that's so that, not miles off. That's no, not miles off at all. No. I love that. But it wasn't, he wasn't it was supposed to drink it. He yeah. wasn't supposed to drink it. It was going to be like... I said that. I said it was meant to be a medicine. Yeah. And he drank it and it tasted sweet. I said that. Yeah, but that, he said that No, first. he said it was meant to be a laxative. Yeah, but that is a medicine. Yes, but that is a medicine. Shut up. <laughs> uh, right, Francis, we need to have your diary, buddy. Let's have it. Oh, okay. We are excited. I've, it's very short. That's okay. Week. We like a little short one. Let's do Monday. it. Monday. So this was two years ago. What, two this, years. This, 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 this two years ago. Because this was, we've been doing this for two years. Two years. Two year anniversary. This, is this a two year two anniversary? Year, you're, you're, our first, you're our first episode in our third year. And how weird that we're all the same. No, year you're apart. not our first yeah. episode in our third year. You're off that perch again, sorry, mate. It's like the fucking Alan Turing. You're story just another piece of I'm cattle <laughs> coming up. Yeah, yeah. you're just another shit. person. Just another bit just of an, content. Just another cog. You just had another nook to our cranny. You're just another cook to spoil our broth. Thank you. <laughs> so what? What is this thing? Go okay, so this is Monday, from two years ago. Okay, go. Let's see what you're doing. Uh, I woke up from another dream in which I was painting the flat. I suppose it has been on my mind quite a bit, and I'm guilty of being particularly excited about the colour palette. <laughs> Pigeon and green smoke and white tie from Farrow and Ball to paint your picture. <clears throat> I can't believe you were ever on Made in Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> my, I've got a headache there from laughing so I much. I get that you know. sometimes. Hey, hey, so do That's our listeners. That's all of your memories coming back. So does the listener. 
<laughs> but hey, get listen. that checked out. Yeah, our logo should be listen to this yeah. and you'll get a headache. Well, it's actually genuinely so sorry. Is it actually? Yeah. Are you in, are you like me a bit of a hypochondriac when you feel like a pain somewhere? Do you freak no, out? No, I the opposite. What's the opposite? I, if I get something that's probably life threatening, I think I'll just ignore that. that me too. Yeah. 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 I had very like I that. had sore kidneys for about five years and it just stopped one day and I've never been to see anyone about it. Yeah. That's cause. Yeah, I thought I was dying for like three years. And I, didn't. <laughs> I used to wake up. I used to wake up and my well, kidneys were yet. like on fire. Oh, like, no. and I couldn't. Was it kidney stones? I couldn't. I don't know. It just stopped, and I never, <laughs> never, I've never thought about it since. You're gonna walk down the street one day. You're just gonna explode. I'll just put it in my subconscious along with my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be fine. Oh yeah, lock it up and throw away that key. <laughs> well, I'm definitely forgetting about that. <laughs> That'll does. never come back to bite me in the ass. Although every time I laugh now, I go, <laughs> my vision goes blurry and I feel like I'm going to die. But apart from that, we're all good. It is getting a bit repetitive now, this flat painting dream. I hope that I won't repeat any of the same mistakes I've made in my dream rehearsals, like painting over the windows, which was counterproductive. <laughs> <clears throat> I did actually paint the wi over the windows, I remember that dream. When I actually do get round to painting the flat, which I never did actually, well I did a bit but didn't finish it, and then I moved out to Wiltshire. I hope I will dream of something else less mundane and not be stuck endlessly repeating, re repainting like Sisyphus pushing up, pushing his boulder up the hill. Don't worry about that. No, that's yeah. like, Straight over my head. Another scene that got cut from me. <laughs> <laughs> I had some errands to run before my lunch meeting, and so I got my jogging gear jogging gear on and decided to run all my errands. Literally. I like to hit the ground running on a Monday, figuratively and literally. After the bank and the post office, I had to go pick up an ironing board from Katie's flat. Jogging home in my lycra, I wondered if I might appear like to passers-by like a very confused surfer. Is that it? With my hey, ironing board. Was that it? Oh, well, maybe I'll iron some of Katie's laundry to be helpful. Surf's up, bras. <laughs> hey, I like that. Hey, like that. Fun. Well done, buddy. Two years ago. Hey, uh, Ian Sterling. Um, Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. You're an absolute G, buddy. Um, you're, you finished your tour at the moment. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got nothing. I just came for the love. Oh, did, hey, listen, you, you are working your way up that perch. Follow me on yeah. Instagram. Instagram. You're hilarious on Instagram. Ian Sterling, very simple. On Twitter as well. Uh, uh, you can uh, watch Ian Sterling? No. No? No. It's not Ian Sterling. Ian. Ian. I-A-I-N. I-A-I-N. Does jokes. Does jokes. Ian does jokes. Ian does jokes. And and also, dude, listen, you you know, Love Island wouldn't be the same without your voice. That's true, it's actually. Thank it you. really is. And you you're doing so many things. Not just got, your voice, but your humour. You got my humour. You also got my dad ate my homework. The dog ate my homework. The dog ate my homework. <laughs> you're thinking of my dad ate a porno. Yeah. <laughs> my, my dad, dad ate a porno. My dad. I would listen to that <laughs> podcast. My, my dad, dad ate a porno. <laughs> like, fuck, I'm in. Um, How did he even manage it? <laughs> But did you are you're one of the funniest people I know and you're one of the nicest people I know. That yeah, is so oh yeah, true. if you've got a kid, watch the dog at my home. That's the is thing it good? I can. Yeah, do you know what? It's really good. It's really funny. Silly. What, what so what is it? I actually a haven't panel, seen it. It's a panel Forgive show. Me. It no it's fine, it's for it's literally okay. for people under the age of twelve. So that's why you've seen it. He <laughs> <laughs> thought it was news now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just watching the news. 
Oh, um, see what's happening in the world recently. It's, it's a panel show. I'm the host, but the team captains are like 10-year-olds. Ah, that's quite So fun. it just means everyone's trying to help everyone else, you know? Uh, but you also have your book. Oh, yeah, Not Ready to Adult Yet. Not Ready to Adult Yet. So that's go good... and grab it. You grab can... that book. Is it in paperback yet? No, but it is coming out very soon. Oh, is it a self-help book? There we book? go. It's not. It's about... It's basically all the times where you should write the same book, basically. It's all the times when I fucked up. Like, I'm yeah. so useless at being a grown-up. I do it horrifically wrong. I but then just... there's lessons in that, right? Yes. I'm just going to get your book and rewrite it in Southern language and just sell it. Yeah, you honestly, in Southern, southern language. language. Yeah, in the Southern language. Uh, Ian Sterling, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. What we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational. Something inspirational. Did you not know about that? Bit? Yeah, I did. I've, I've, the funny thing is... People always I've, seem to forget. The funny thing is, it's so true. It's so funny you say that because I've listened to this podcast so many times and every time it catches the person at the end and I go, <laughs> you knew that was coming up. And then you've done it to me and I've literally gone, oh, I've not given this a second <laughs> minute. Probably... If you know something's coming up, prepare for prepare it. it. <laughs> Ian Sterling, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very Woo! much. See you next week. Woo! Goodbye. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.